morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, and I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Mm. Today is Friday, April 19th. Full moon. And also, Good Friday. Uh, I was going to say, for those who celebrate Easter, and for those who don't, also, because... uh, For some people, it's a holiday. In Canada, I guess it's a federal holiday. It's nearly a holiday here in the land of Jeffy, too, because I am going to finish this book today. People walking by with their dogs. So, yes, yay! Book will be finished today. I could tell because there's really not much left to write. Um, there is a, I got my 3,500 words yesterday, a little bit more, and I could have kept going. I was kind of tempted because I, um, I did two one hours and then I did a half an hour while my lunch was cooking. And after lunch, I came back and I only had like 600 words to get to goal. So I got those 600 words um, in half an hour pretty fast. So it was tempting to keep going, at least finish out that half hour. But I didn't. I was good. Um, And I feel good today. So the system is working. The 3,500 words might be sustainable. Um, That has felt good for the last couple of weeks. Or maybe the last three weeks I've been doing that. Um, So I might try sticking with that. It's worked out fine. Uh, and it helps for those days that are slow. Because then um, I do have inevitable slow days. So it's nice to have the 3,500 words to help make up for that. So we'll see. I might just try to keep doing that and measure my the what the water level in my well, right? But... Uh, yeah, I'm feeling, I'm not feeling my usual exhaustion at finishing a book. I don't know what that indicates, if anything. But I have, I think, something like 2,600 words to go on the book. Um, that would be figuring it by the beats, by where the various act climaxes occurred. Um, I'm, I would end up at about 2,600 more words to go. Um, if I did my full 3,500, I'd be a little bit beyond that. Still going to end up somewhere around eighty one to 82,000 words for this book, which I know is shorter. But we'll see what editor Jenny says if she thinks that there are areas that need more this has, I think it's not bad for this uh, middle book in the trilogy to be a little shorter. My characters have come a long way, and a lot has happened, and it's pretty intense. So, pretty much all I have to write now is the the final scene. It It really is the final scene. I don't think I even need an epilogue for this one. Um... I keep thinking about it, but 
Yeah, really, it's just this last scene. And it may not even be 2,600 words. It might be just this scene, boom, we're done. You guys would understand. And, and funny, it's um tempting to make it be a cliffhanger. I know. <gasps> don't, don't, don't. I should move my mic down. I've got it up too close, don't I? If I pin it to the color of my dress, I think it's a little too loud. At any rate, uh, I could see ending it much like Sarah J. Moss ended the second book in the A Court of Mist and Fury trilogy. Uh, It would definitely lend itself to that and it's tempting and there's certain power to that particular ending however i also feel like that's a cheap shot and it's not i don't think it's necessary we'll see what editor jenny says that's why it's good to have those outside eyes and get their opinions on what it should be yeah i think i i want it to end you know, it's it's a kind of a question of, of, you know, where you have your characters. Are they apart or together? And certainly with the same hero and heroine, you don't have the full stop happy ever after at the ends of books one and two because then you don't have a whole lot of romantic arc left. I don't know. I guess I very rarely have the full stop happy ever after anyway, don't I? Because I always think people have, I think of relationships as ongoing things. And, you know, that whole love is a verb, I believe, and, you know, that you work at loving somebody and that it's an ongoing thing that you don't just sort of find love and then wallow in it like happy pigs for the rest of your lives. (laughs) Is that bad and wrong? It's probably bad and wrong. But and some some readers find my my endings my happy ever after is not quite happy enough. Yeah, but you know I I do think that for me the characters don't stop at the end of the book and that's a that's a big piece. So anyway, yeah, I don't feel like I can say more without spoiling either book. But that's certainly a a YA trope, isn't it? To sort of end with the, uh, a book in a series with the hero and heroine apart. Well, Isabel's way out on the road this morning. She's being very brave. I'm wondering if maybe a little too brave. Isabel, what are you doing? She says, oh, okay, she'll come back. Sort of. She's walking along the edge of the road. I think she's coming to the driveway. This is a different sort of cat wrangling than usual, isn't it? No, she's heading up the road. Where's that cat going? All right, let's go get her. What are you doing? Usually, Isabel is my mature cat. Mm-hmm. 
She's going down into the culvert. She's heading over to the other neighbor's house. Maybe because the birds are over here? Isabel! I guess that's what we get for it being springtime. She's being the lion of the Serengeti, just strolling around the plains coming over here. She's determined to come see something. Yeah? She's talking to me now. What are you doing? <laughs> Could you guys hear that? I only have on my little flippy sandals, which is not great for walking into the actual desert here because thorns, spines and thorns. She is really interested in something over here. She just got up on her hind legs and did the little prairie dog peek. What are you doing? Come on. Okay, sorry if there's cat muffling on my microphone, carrying her back. <clears throat> yeah. Not super happy with me bringing her back. There's something over there she really wanted to see, and I still don't know what it is. She's like craning her head over my shoulder, trying to see it. Okay, now she jumped down and she's running back to the house. See how far you went? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that was about. That's very unusual for her. Usually she stays pretty close. She's still looking over there, though. What do you see? What did you see? Okay, be good now. Let's go see what Jackson's doing. He's out on his harness on the other side of the house here. Make sure that he's behaving. Unusual to have Jackson be the quiet and tameable cat while Isabel's out racing around. He's got his lace. What are you doing? Okay. You're just a little hung up. He's trying to come back up to the house here. Ready? He's really watching something, too. Must be just that the critters are coming out. The spring has... Definitely sprung with abandon. It's all of a sudden the leaves are unfurling and the animals are moving. And here comes a guy down the road. I don't know if that's what Isabel was looking at. She's normally not that all interested in people. All right, here we are back in the chair in the sun. 
So anyway, I'm pretty excited about finishing this final scene, and I'll send it off probably to Jenny today. I don't think I'm going to futz with it for very long. Older guy jogging down the street. He jogs like I do. He walks a little bit, then jogs some more, walks a little bit, jogs some more. <laughs> no shame in that, right? Did you guys see that? Uh, I saw it go by on the internet yesterday. I thought it was pretty funny where there was the um, little decal that someone put on the back of their car window and somebody had snapped a photo of it and it had a a cross, a Christian cross at the left and then it said unashamed. But unfortunately, the font that the designer chose and the way the cross is placed, it really looks like it says tuna shamed. And the person who snapped the picture and posted it said, it took me two minutes to figure out why I should be ashamed of tuna. <laughs> People were really riffing on it. It was about the tuna shaming. <laughs> and some people were commenting, and it was true that like even when you figured out what it was supposed to say, it was really hard to see, unsee tuna shamed. <laughs> yeah, so I don't often get into the whole font and graphic design nitpicking, but that's a good example of of it gone wrong. And let's see, what else do I have to tell you guys? Um I don't know. I don't know. Store is up and running. Seems to be going great. It's fun to get those daily sales. I talked to Grace Draven on the phone yesterday, and she's excited to uh, maybe do a store of her own. So we, she she was happy to. She said I was her canary in the gold mine, which you know I love that example. It's just the canary in the gold mine. So you'd watch it and see if it dies. <laughs> but I, am, I was happy to test it out for her. And we have the same web designer. So it'll end up being a nice deal for her that she can kind of share that um, design and so forth. And we were just talking about, you know, that's definitely nice to be able to have a little bit of independence from Amazon and the other retailers, you know, because they do have so much control over what happens to us. If they decide to yank our account or if they decide one day, oh, heck, we're not going to publish, you know, sell any more self-published books or we're not, we're only going to sell from certain publishers or we're going to change your ratio where they decide, oh, well, we're going to only give you 50% of the royalty instead of 70%, you know, that's, there's nothing we could do. We're at their mercy. So this is definitely taking back a bit of control. I do have to pay a little bit of a percentage to the, you know, either PayPal or Stripe. That's how they make their money by serving me. But that's all right. I don't mind that. I'd, I'd rather do that, and and I'm still coming away with more than what Amazon graciously grants me for the sale of my own book. You know, when you think about it, Amazon taking 30% of my sales, 
is, and that's for, you know, if it's a more expensive book, they do like, you know, give 70, 30 if it's um, $1.99 or more. And if it's less than that, was it 60, 40, something like that? I forget. But anyway, 30% is a lot for them to take for selling my book. You know, what what um, services are they actually providing for that? Considering that Agent Sarah gets 15%, but she does a huge amount for me to get my books out there and sell them. And I guess Amazon is saying, oh, yeah, that they're putting my, you know, getting my books before readers. But, you know, it's arguable, are they? They certainly are preferential about what books they promote and put in front of readers. So anyway, I, I'm pretty excited about the website. Our next phase is to get the print books up and running. You guys will be able to order signed and personalized print books and bookmarks from me. Uh, we've had Assistant Kareen has had a very busy couple of weeks dealing with some family stuff. And I don't know, some flimsy excuse about her tablet breaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, it's true. <laughs> I'm just teasing her. No, she's, it's been busy. So we're going to get that stuff going soon. I'm going to get this book turned in. And, oh, pretty exciting stuff, huh? All right, well, I'm going to go get to work. I hope you all have a wonderful Friday, uh, if you have the day off or not. As soon as I'm done, I'm going to be working in the garden, doing some fun things. Maybe just reading outside. <laughs> Who knows? We'll see how I feel. And I hope you all have a great weekend. And if you celebrate Easter or any other uh, related activity, I hope that it's fun for you. Get to spend some time with family. For us, Easter is just not a thing. We just don't do Easter things. But And David's got a busy weekend driving, so... I'm I'm gonna I'm still trying to see if somebody wants to go drink champagne with me under the pear blossoms. We'll see how that works out. All right, you all have a wonderful weekend and I will talk to you Monday. Bye bye.